Okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Happy Monday. How are you? I'm great. You're home. Good. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Uh, it was not easy, but we made it home. Um, it's, it's funny because, well, it's not, but our flight got canceled Friday for a Sunday flight because of, I guess, because of staffing shortages, I'm guessing, because there was weather coming, but like they don't generally cancel a flight two days in advance. Right. Right. So I knew that, but they rebooked us on a late, late flight the same day. But I checked it and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be last flight out of anywhere. No. And the place that it was taking us was Minneapolis, which had a negative 31 actual temperature for that night. And I'm like, no, just like, I'm not doing that. So I rebooked it. I checked Detroit weather. I checked Strawberry Point weather, all good to go. So rebooked the following day, Monday out of Cedar Rapids through Detroit, like I like to do. Never freaking checked Virginia weather. (laughs) Considering it had been 70 degrees every single day. Yeah. So first snowstorm of the year in Virginia happens on Monday, the day we're flying. Um, And it's legit. Like it's today's Wednesday and there's still snow everywhere. We're still out of school. Um, So it was, we got delayed three times in Detroit, but for some reason I had hope. I had hope the entire time and I was in a good mood the entire time. Well, you were in such a good mood because didn't someone ask if you were Asher's sister? Oh, yeah, that didn't hurt. Um, I think I was in a good mood because Caleb was with me, I think, and it's fine. I didn't even know. So when I saw him sitting next to you, I was so excited. I don't know why. Yeah, he texted me. He texted me. He's like, is it still possible for me to get on your plane? And I'm like, I'll make it possible, buddy. You can come home with me. Uh, So I had booked him on my flight. So he was in a good mood. And it's just he's a good time to have around. So that was good. But yes, I took Asher wanted some Tic Tacs. So we were on a Tic Tac run. Uh, and the girl goes, we had been there twice. Cause we went first time. Well, they don't take cash. Cause I was making Asher pay for his own damn Tic Tacs. Oh, yeah. um, but they didn't take cash and he's just like smirking. I'm like, okay, we'll go get my card. <laughs> so we were just walking back and forth, you know, wasting time. But I went in and the girl's like, okay, are you a sister? And I'm like, his sister? I'm like, no, no girl. I'm his mom. And she's like, well, I did. I wasn't sure, but I mean, you, you guys look alike, but I thought you might be, you don't look old enough to have him. I'm like, oh, well that would have been funnier if I came in here with my 18 and a half year old who's sitting at the gate <laughs> and I couldn't wait to get back to the gate and tell Caleb. I know. It's saw. Uh... he can't even, Stellan wouldn't even let me come to his work. He's like, no, my boss will see you. I'm like, oh. okay. <laughs> Is that a problem? <laughs> wait, where does he work? He works at the locker. So he works in the freezer of the Edgewood locker. And he, yeah, he does such a good job. So I'm proud of him. But yeah, yeah, he's like, no, do not come to my work. I will come to see you. Oh my gosh. Why? Oh, you have a hot mom. Well, probably that's what he's worried about because (laughs) there's this story and I might've told it. I try not to tell it, but I went to pick up Caleb like several days in a row at school. And one day the guy's like, his friend was like, dude, your sister's hot. (laughs) (laughs) 
Love and it. I was so upset, just so annoyed and so upset. But the, he should have never told me because I've never let him live it down. Oh, for sure. I mean, my yeah. mom, you know, she's not much older than me. And so she just loves it too. People are constantly. Oh, believe me. Yeah. My whole growing up was my friends, like the boys in my class telling me my mom was hot. Right. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's just part yeah. of it. You just got to do it. runs in the family. family. <laughs> yeah. It runs in the family. I yeah. love it. Okay. So, well, and I will say for about two hours after I saw all the snowfall, I was a little bit sad because typically, and by the way, it snows every single day that the kids are supposed to go back after break. Is that what it is? People were, I know I was like really happy that we had another day. Cause just like, let's yeah. just get back in the routine of things. I don't have to do pick up and drop off and all the things. And I just like having Asher around. Yeah. Um, so I was happy about it, but yeah, at the gym today, they're like, these kids are never going back to school. I don't want yeah. to see them for another day. <laughs> I feel like it's been a couple of years in a row, which is, it's kind of cool. I mean, it is, you know, I mean, we never, I don't know about you, but we <clears throat> never had snow days. Like people just, you just we, went. Well, I mean, we did have snow days, but yeah, I mean, not for this kind of snow. No. I mean, we had snow days for like a foot and a half of snow, but <laughs> these kids get off school when it's just cold out. I'm like, yeah. if we got off school when it was cold out, we never would have went to school in the winter. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Like in Iowa, they go to out, out for recess if it's zero degrees or above. Oh, and yeah. And here, if it's like 32 or below, they're inside. Yeah. We're making – We're making, we're making them soft. That's what happened yeah. to me and why I had we, to move. So we, Yeah. Listen, we, this is what happens. You you can you can even be from Wisconsin, but if you if you move where it's, you know, relatively mild, you get soft and then you have to end up in Florida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it'll be next. Um, so we get or I was sad a little bit because we when it snows like that, we do like to sled for like two yeah. hours. Yeah. And then that's, and then it. that's it. So I was I remember, sad for two hours. I, yeah, when you said that, I was like, I remember that because you guys were having so much fun last year. I remember that storm. You went snowing or you went sledding a few times. Like yeah. you come in and get warm and have hot chocolate and then go back out again. And I was like, You're such a fun mom. But <laughs> thankfully this year, so Noxville is extremely flat, right? Yeah. Like it is our whole farm is flat. Yeah. Well, uh, super dad brought in <laughs> loads and loads of dirt to literally build this kid a snow sledding hill. Which so he was just on cloud nine. He was out back with daddy sledding down his man-made sledding hill. I, and I really do love and admire and like talk about like goals. Like Jonathan, I mean, you go out, you really can never move. You guys just, if there's something you want, poof, there it is. No, well, it's kind of crazy how he does that. Although I do need some more storage in my bathroom. I've been asking for four <laughs> years. <laughs> Just okay, listen, if we can somehow make a snow hill up here, I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure I can get a little bit more storage. Seriously, can I get a closet? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> uh, we were talking about it this morning because I'm like, listen, he was helping me open something some package that I couldn't get into. And he's like, no, let me show you how to. I'm like, I don't want you to show me how to do it. I want you to just open it. I have my fingernails will not allow me to get into that package. Yes. And so we did it. And I'm like, while you're standing here, here's the couple of things we did wrong in the bathroom. Like we needed more outlets <laughs> and we needed storage. Okay. We don't have storage in the bathroom. And he's like, okay, well, so what do you want to like remodel? I'm like, no, I want to move. <laughs> and <he's> like, Kristen. <laughs> I'm not asking for much. No, that's right. Speaking that's right. of fingernails. I mean, yeah. I mean, come I'm on. I'm over here like Edward Scissorhands. You should see me <laughs> typing. It's like this, <laughs> literally. How about wiping? Well, yeah. 
I've poked my eye a few times. I'm like, oh my gosh, I go to pet the dog and the dog's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, whoa, easy now. There was some miscommunication with the nail lady, but you know, oh, it'll, geez, it'll all work out. Louise, I mean, Louise. and my nails under here are as long, like, but that was oh, the whole point. Now they like, are. Well, they, mine too now, but they, I yeah. had, I cut mine way down for the CrossFit competition. Oh yeah. Um, So I wanted them really short, but then like the next time I'm like, okay, and I, I want them back. Right. <laughs> so I, I got tips too, but they're, they're at this point, the same length. But yeah. Yeah. I love anyway. it. Anyway. Okay. So right. we weren't sure what we were going to talk about. We are, have these big plans this year. We're being more prepared. We're recording on a certain day. Yeah. So fun. Um, yeah. We're going to try to get ahead with like what our topics are, but we were like, I don't know what should, you know. And yeah, it, like last night we were like, we're recording tomorrow. Uh, I'm like, Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need a plan for that. We need, we need to come up with the topic, but it really did just pop into my head. Like while we're doing the Marco that we need to talk about a closer relationship with Christ, because just recently you had shared something with me that, you know, you and I had been talking and someone came to you and said, look, I feel like I need to focus on this in the new year. Like I want this relationship that, you know, you guys seem to have. And I think that a lot of people feel that way. And I've definitely been there in my life where I didn't understand really what that even meant. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things I want to go through, you know, as far as that goes and what really holds us back from, from, um, stepping forward in faith and getting on that walk. Um, but yeah, so we're both like, yeah, I think this is what we need to talk about and we can keep it really simple. Um, and I think that it's something we could literally talk about for ever. Um, but we just both have some bullet points and I just, before we got on here, I just prayed like, that God would just speak through us into, you know, the hearts and minds of the people that are listening and just give us the words to say exactly what they need to hear in this moment. And that, you know, this truly is our purpose. This is what we're here for is to witness for Christ and to bring people to the kingdom and salvation. Right. It's so awesome. And yeah, like a couple of people specifically reach out to me personally, but then we've had a couple of more instances where people were like, yeah, you're actually making both of us. Um, People have said that to us kind of in private. And then we've had a couple more times now um, where even since yesterday, it has just been like, so there just is no other explanation. Um, Just seeing his, his work and it just happened to us before we got on this call. And even though we are strong in our faith, we might share with you guys a little bit further down (laughs) the road, but we might have another thing that we are diving a little bit deeper into our faith as well. Um, And so there's, there's never a wrong time or like you were saying, it is our job to bring people. But I remember when I first started hearing that and I remember how, scary that was to me because Mm. I didn't think I was qualified enough. I felt like, Mm. well, who, who in the world am I? How am I going to bring somebody to Christ? I don't know any of the verses. I don't, you know what I mean? That's that's just the lie. That's Satan's lie to keep you stuck and to keep you from sharing. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm noticing recently too, is just that it truly is a walk. It is a journey and you're, you just get, I, I feel like, like when I said last week, I feel like I'm, more who I was created to be than I've ever been. Like, I do feel like that part of that, all of that maybe is just that I've, I'm so much closer to God. And it's been like, there have been times where I thought that I was close 
I yeah. thought that I was, we were, you know, in sync. And then looking back, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, we, were besties. <laughs> we were, yeah, I thought, yeah. Um, but now it's just like, it's just every year, like, it's just like more understanding, deeper understanding. Right. And it just, it feels so good. And it's part of the reason why when people say like, if you could go back to any age, what would you go back to? And I'm like, no girl, uh-uh. I'm going to stay right where I'm at. Because again, like there's been no better time. There's no better time than right now. Yeah. And I don't want to live my life believing that my best days are behind me. Right. I live my life believing that the best days are ahead. Oh gosh. Yeah. I loved how you also said, I think it was yesterday that you said, you know, if we could get more people to believe that, because you specifically were stuck in this place for so long, why you you were thinking like, oh, maybe these things are happening because I made these decisions in my past. Mm-hmm. And so talk about that real Ooh. quick. Yeah. So that is definitely part of what I want to talk about. But I, well, okay. So let's just go, maybe let's go into that where yeah. it's like, what keeps us from seeking God, right? Yeah. So I think fear, number one, right? Like, one, it could be afraid of having to give up parts of your life that you really enjoy because there's a lot of sinful parts of our life that are really fun, yeah. right? And that we really enjoy and that it sounds terrifying to let go of. And so therefore, instead of, you know, inviting God into that and like to help you with that, you just push God away because it's like, no, no, I'm not ready to give this up, right? Yeah. Or that you don't want this convicted feeling. Like if you don't have God in your life, there's nothing convicting you. The Holy Spirit isn't coming into your heart and convicting you when you're doing these things. Um, so I think part of like the block is just this fear of having to like give up these things that the these flesh earthly things that we enjoy so much, right? That's like huge now of my, like the sobriety thing, because it's been years that it was such a great area. And Mm -hmm. so it makes sense that prior to that, I wasn't fully immersed at all, or I wasn't even saved yet. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we're not, it says in the Bible, you are not to get drunk, right? Like, yes, you can drink, but you're not supposed to get drunk. And, um, I feel like, yeah, that's very convicting when you're someone who goes out every single weekend or, you know, yeah. I mean, shoot, I used to grab a six pack and a pack of cigarettes every single day after work for my yes. drive. Lord <laughs> right. <Port> of mercy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so that wasn't even yeah. when we got home. And so I guess that goes hand in hand with unworthiness, right? We're not worthy of walking with Christ because mm-hmm. we're not good enough. Yeah. And I just feel like you're not that special that you're the one that's not worthy, right? Like, don't give yourself that much credit. You are so worthy. He made you. He created you. He knows the number of hairs on your head, yours. Yeah. Um, Maybe you didn't grow up with Jesus. Maybe you don't have a background of any sort of faith, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe it's just not something that's ever been a part of your life and you don't even know where to start. Um, and then maybe it's just lack of knowledge. Like you're saying like, well, I don't know Bible verses and I don't know, I don't know any of these things. And even maybe when you open a Bible, it's just like reading a different language. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, I don't even, this doesn't make any sense. I don't know what this is. And it just keeps you from taking the leap of faith. Yeah. Um, so I think very much, um, you know, there's all these things, there's lots and lots more, um, things that would hold people back, but those were the ones that just kind of came to, came to my mind. But I want to start with, because we both said that when we woke up this morning, we knew this was going to be our topic. 
And for me, like I opened my devotion. I, I read three devotions every day. And this was the first one, right? January 5th. Yeah. So it says, um, God's word is clear when we genuinely invite him to reign over our hearts. And when we accept his transforming love, we are forever changed. When we welcome Christ into our hearts and old life ends in a new way of living, along with a completely new way of viewing the world begins. Each morning offers a fresh opportunity to invite Christ yet once again to rule over our hearts and our days. Each morning presents yet another opportunity to take up his cross and follow in his footsteps. Today, let us rejoice in the new life that is ours through Christ and let us follow him step by step on the path that he first walked. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? <clears throat> yeah. And then this was mine because I feel like this is one of the biggest things is that people are always trying to take control into their own hands and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so mine was January 5th. You can achieve the victorious life through living in deep dependence on me. People usually associate victory with success, not <laughs> falling or stumbling, not making mistakes. But those who are successful in their own strength tend to go their own way, forgetting about me. It is through problems and failure, weakness and neediness that you learn to rely on me. True dependence is not simply asking me to bless what you already have decided to do. It is coming to me with an open heart and mind, inviting me to plant my desires within you. I may infuse within you a dream that seems far beyond your reach. You know that in yourself, you cannot achieve such a goal. Thus begins your journey and profound reliance on me. It is a faith walk. Taken one step at a time, leaning on me as much as, much as you need. This is not a path of continual success, but of multiple failures. However, each failure is followed by a growth spurt, nourished by increased reliance on me. Enjoy the blessedness of a victorious life through deepening your dependence on me. Mm, amen. And like part of like what I know I was called to do is like speak to women like that they can do these big, huge things. And so yeah. I, I was like, I mean, is it? by chance that this is what was put in the beginning of the book. Yeah. Like, listen, you have to fail forward, but it has to be like, and we are so blessed. Even we say this all the time with our successes in, in our podcast and our relationship and in our team now. And it's like, because of God's hand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So cool. Yeah. I love that. That's such a cornerstone of what we're doing in our business. Even yeah. right. Like <clears throat> it is, Truly, his hand is in our business. And I believe so much that the people he brings to us are there for a reason and that we need to, like you're saying, we need to pour into them. And it's not just about business. It's about literally pouring into their lives, right? And into their hearts. And it starts with Jesus. Yeah. Um, okay. So I was thinking about this, but like without God or Jesus and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, our lives just would be devoid of purpose and true joy, right? And, and, and like for me, I think that what is the tipping point for me is without Jesus, without the Holy Spirit, we're just, we don't have this toolbox that we need to get through life. Like I, I say all the time, like, I don't know how people who don't have faith get through life, get through yeah. any of the obstacles that are, you know, put before us in this life because, you know, we all have trials, but we don't all have God to get us through it. And I just couldn't, couldn't imagine that the pressure and the, emptiness that that would leave. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so I think the first step is sort of recognizing that you can't do it all alone and then surrendering, relinquishing the control. Like what a burden to be lifted off of you that it is not up to you. 
you know, all you have to do is put your faith in Christ and lay it at his feet. Right. And like, just give it to God. Like all these little things that we say, truly, it's not on you, right? The weight of the world can be lifted off your shoulders because he took all of our sin. He died on a cross so that we didn't right. have to deal with all of this. We didn't have to, you know, it didn't have to be on us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and so like, what can be more freeing than that? Like, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Um, Give it to God. That's right. I had, so my friend Nikki was over a few times, which is just so sweet. I just like still like when I go home and the people that make the effort to to see me and spend time and, you know, bring us dinner, just hang out. It's just so special to me. Um, But she was over and we were reminiscing about our more hood, less holy days. Um, and she was like, do you remember, um, one time we were road tripping and she's like describing the night and she's like, and you just made us listen to worship the whole time. And you were just singing it at the top of your lungs. And I'm like, Oh, I always had a little Jesus in me, even when I was naughty. (laughs) And you're like, Nope, don't recall. And then it made me laugh because this is awful. There's this, there was one summer we called it white trash summer. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but, um, my sister and I were somehow we would make it uptown to the bar every single night of the week. Like, I don't know what I did. Like, I just like, I don't know where my, I, my kids surely were with their dad. I don't know how that ever happened, but we like, it was to the point where it was like, Oh, we we've been there for like, you know, when I did the exercise thing, like I worked out 500 and some days in a row, it was like that. Like, we can't lose the streak. Like we got to go. Yeah. We got to go up to right? me, but for like seven years. <laughs> so we would end up playing the jukebox and I'd be playing oh, like yeah. mercy me. Yeah. And people are just like covering their ears and like have their head down and just like, what are these girls doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that you knew that because I remember very specifically, I was on a beach body trip, road trip. And yes, I was going to church and everything, but I was not fully immersed at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the girls, Caitlin, she was driving and she had the message on or something like that. And I just kind of almost even remember being like, what the hell? Like, the hell, Caitlin? This? <laughs> and like, now it's all I listen to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's amazing that you did. Yeah, I was well, I think the it- jukebox queen, man. <laughs> Yep. So we had some, I can only imagine like <laughs> it was ridiculous, hilarious though. Yeah. Um, but so it's just like this proof that you can have Jesus in your heart, be, but still be truly living for the flesh. Right. Yeah. I was not living for Jesus. I was living for myself. I was extremely mm-hmm. selfish, making really awful decisions, hurting people all the time, not taking care of my children. Like I should have, mm-hmm. um, I would, I could tell you all the reasons why I was so broken and hurting and, you know, but honestly, we've been there, done that. And and none of it really matters anymore because I've come out of it and I know why I came out of it. And that's because I was able to change my focus and stop living for me and stop living for worldly things and start living for Jesus. And when I say that, that's not to intimidate anyone because I still do things wrong every single day. I probably swore on here already. (laughs) I mean, I do naughty things all the time, right? I lose my patience constantly. I say things that I shouldn't. I think things that I shouldn't. My mind is rotten sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) right? And I'm just like, forgive me, Lord. I literally am like, why would you think that? God, please forgive me because I know he knows. Right. He right? knows what we're thinking. And he also knows that we need to pray for praying for praying. Yeah, right. <laughs> Inside joke. Um, we'll tell you later. We'll yeah. tell you when you break. Yeah. When so break. I think where it started for me is finding 
people to surround myself with that love Jesus, right? And they had a deeper understanding of who he is. And so for me, that was Alyssa. You heard me. She was on this podcast. I've given my testimony and she's the really the person who introduced me to Jesus, I feel like. She introduced me to what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Does yeah. that mean that my life changed and I became a brand new woman? And I No, I did lots of bad things after that day. After I knew Jesus, I did a lot of bad things. Yeah. But over the years, it's just interesting. Like then I ended up with Jenny Chatima as my life coach and she is incredible at speaking life into, you know, into people and bringing them to Jesus and showing you how, you know, none of this is your problem. Like you can lay it all at his feet and it can, you know, he can, I don't know. It was just incredible to learn from her. And that's when I started. That's when I decided, hey, I want to read the whole Bible. And then um, Brandy Barclay was also on this podcast. She's my life coach now. And she's incredible and just so down to earth and makes it just so easy to understand. Right. And then Erica, I remember Erica calling Erica being like, okay, so I know I'm supposed to, supposed to tithe 10%, but does that mean before taxes or after taxes? Because that's a big difference. And she's like, let me ask Josh, but I'm pretty sure it's first fruits. And I'm like, oh, geez, like, are you kidding me, Lord? Like, I'm yeah. supposed to give pre-tax 10%? That's crazy. Yeah. Right? But like, he, he directed me to the Bible verse. He like, it was so interesting. And I just really appreciate having people in my life like that. Like Miss Jen, who moved to Florida with like you. And um, they're just all like just... Just sisters in Christ who are just a little further ahead of me on the journey, right? And I love yeah. surrounding myself with people like that. I know. I was so, so lucky for me. How it started was like just going to different churches because I knew that I wanted the feeling that I felt when I was a kid, like when I went to church and my whole family was there, even though I didn't pay attention or know, you yeah. know as much. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted that feeling and I wanted it for AJ. And so we went to numerous churches and, you know, Chad would fall asleep. And <laughs> then I went to um, the Mops, Mothers of Preschoolers, and it was just mm -hmm. the most amazing women. And they were talking about like marriage and all of these things. And so we went to church that Sunday and I just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. Mm -hmm. And then like when we were separated, I started, you know, looking for new churches and mm -hmm. Um, and it's a feeling and that feeling is the Holy Spirit. Like, you know, and I think a lot of people are afraid I, or I think a lot of people are, I, this is going to sound ridiculous. I don't even know why I'm comparing this, but I feel like, you know, when people are pregnant and they're like, wait, so what happens with the water breaking? Like, I wonder if that's, you know, like people are like, because one person in particular that I was talking to this week, she's like, I'm really interested. And, you know, can you tell me some things? And I'll go more into that in just a second. But you know, one of those things was like, Hey, go check out park Valley. We know yeah. tons of people like just go and see, mm -hmm. you know? And she's like, ah, I just don't know if I'm ready for that. And I'm like, and I think it is, it's like, you know, I don't know, like, what do they think is going to happen? Or do they think they're going to have that moment? And you know, right. I don't know that, right. that was a terrible. Well, no, no, I understand what you're saying. But that was one of the things is find a Bible based church that feels like home to you. Cause you're right. It's a feeling. And it took us years. I'm not kidding you years, years to find a church when we moved to Noakesville. And in fact, it was one of my like pre 
Like it was a rule that I said, like, we have to keep going to New Hope. If we're going to move out there, fine, but I will not give up my church because New Hope felt so much like home to me. And I, when I first moved out here, my life was very difficult and I, but I had made this huge sacrifice to move here. I'd taken my children away from their dad. I had left everything that I ever known. I sold everything that I owned to move here, to make this decision. And I was like, not going back. And it was just like, I got to figure this out. Someone invited me to New Hope and I truly lived Wednesday to Sunday, Bible study to church, to Bible study to church. And I knew if I could just get to Wednesday, I'd be okay. If I could just get to Sunday, I'd be okay. And that is real. And then when we moved out here, it just was too far to go to that church. And we made all the excuses in the world not to go. And so I tried church after church after church after church, and nothing felt like new hope. And even when we first started this, like I still had not found a church home. No. Yeah. And we kind of, I think it was, we kind of went around the same time or we'd both tried Park Valley and we weren't sure. um, But we gave it a second and a third and a fourth and a fifth try. And then we fell in love and it felt like home. And Park Valley now feels like my church home and I love it so much. Yeah. But I want to share that too because so when I was home, so my whole family has always gone to the Lutheran church in Strawberry Point, right? Like we all, that's where everything had, we all went to Sunday school. We all got confirmed. We all did all the things. And I never, ever once felt the Holy Spirit in that church. And my mom told me while I was home that that she felt offended when I told her that because she's like, well, maybe you need to listen. Like maybe you're just not listening, but nothing connected with me there ever. Yeah. And the first church that ever connected with me was when I started going, when I was going to school in Cedar Rapids, my little group of friends, we went every week to a church called New Covenant. And that church spoke to me. And that's when I knew that church is a feeling and you have to feel like you're at home there to be able to actually get something out of it. Um, but so interestingly when I was home, so, um, my parents are, so my mom's always gone to church. She'd go by herself. She'd drag us along when we were little, right? It was very hard to get my dad to go, but when I was home, so they started going to this different church and she just loves her new church. So I got to go because we were there for an extra day. Yeah. It was So my favorite part of it was that my dad was with us, brought his Bible, turned to the pages as we went. He said after we left that he'd never felt comfortable at our other church and that he just absolutely feels at home there and feels so comfortable. He was reading his devotions every morning. Like I was like trying to snap pictures of him, like reading his (laughs) devotional. And then mom's like, we, we were about to eat dinner one night and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I was trying to say my prayers. Like I wasn't trying to shout it from oh. the rooftops or anything, but I was like, just trying to say my prayer before I eat. And it was just, he's always got to be funny, you know, but it's like, oh my gosh. Like, and then the other part of it. So it, it was really cool to see because my mom is on a very similar journey that I feel like I'm on now. Of course she's, she knows more and she's, I, I feel like we're really at a, a similar place in our journey. Like we we have a, a similar understanding and we're kind of like learning the same sort of things at the same time. Love that. Um, so that was neat to see. But so, okay. So imagine us, it's 30 below. We're at church. When we're leaving, she's like, oh my gosh, some people from my Bible study just texted and said that we should stop over. And I'm immediately annoyed. I'm like rolling my eyes. Like, are you kidding me? Like, my this church in this house that I don't know. And it's going to be awkward. Asher's with us. We got the dog in the car. Like, I'm like, oh, but I know it's, I can see that it's important to her, but I, I can't quite hide all my annoyance because it's, it's legit. Like, I'm like, 
like, okay, whatever. So she's like, can we just 30 minutes, just please. And I'm like, mom, it's going to be weird. And she's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, okay, fine. 15. And she's like, okay, fine. Okay. 15, whatever. Right. Cause you know, once I get in there, I can't be like, okay, 14 minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. So we go to these people's house, they open the door, older couple, the most wonderful people. And it was so like, I immediately was convicted because she's like, she had brought the book that I gave her for Christmas, which is the book that my counselor wrote. And I was like, I need to give this to my mom as I'm reading it. I'm like, my mom needs this. My mom needs this. My mom needs this. And I had told my counselor, he's like, great, just what everybody wants for Christmas, a self-help book. And I'm like, no, she's going to love it. I promise you. But she said it aligned so much with what they're talking about in her Bible studies every week. And she just said, when she sat down on the couch, she's like, I just felt so strongly that I needed you to meet my daughter. And I was like, wow, you jerk. Like, I, cause I was so annoyed. Right. So we just sat there and talked and talked and, um, they're, they just know so much. Right. And it yeah. was just so interesting to listen to them. They just have so much life that they've lived and so much wisdom and so much learning that they've done and so much unlearning that they've done. Um, and they too talked about how, you know, just like we get so stuck in religion that we lose like church. We lose Jesus in the whole thing. We lose the Holy spirit. And if you don't have that, that you, you aren't going to get anything out of it. Yeah. Um, but as we were sitting there, you know, we just chatted and shared some things. And as we're sitting there, I just had this overwhelming urge to share, um, how, cause my mom mentioned something about, she kind of choked up and said, just, she's felt so undeserving. And, I just go back to when, um, Brandy that day laying in my bed when I'm like, well, I don't feel like I deserve that. And she goes, you don't, none of us do. That's the whole point. You don't have to deserve it. You just get it for free. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like that's so powerful to me because I just feel like we all need to know that we've never disappointed God. You've never let God down because he knew exactly he knew. what choices you were going to make before you ever made him, before you were ever born. Yeah. He knew exactly the choice you were going to make. So it's not like he's like, all right, come on, you got this, you got this. And then you fail. And he's like, oh, right. Like, yeah. No, he already knew what you were going to do and he loves you. Right. And he's just going to be right with you through the entire journey. You never have to feel sure we feel convicted. And that is the Holy Spirit. But that's just like this pushing to to be and do better. It's not guilt. If you're feeling constant guilt and shame, that's Satan. Yeah, that's not God. God you know, doesn't I have do not that. felt that for quite a long time, which is that's great. Hopefully you've released that. I mean, we oh, you had that whole that whole thing. Right. But yeah. so it just was funny. Cause I, and I didn't say it in that moment, but then later on, I, I think it was the next, the following morning I was, we were up early, mom and I both, and I was drinking my coffee and she had to go to work and she just was like, t- you know, sharing some things with me. And I'm like, I just feel like I need to say this to you, you know, because I don't want her to go through her life feeling like she's let God down. And like you did. And maybe that's why you felt that way too. Oh my gosh. I I just felt constantly like, well, I don't, this is what I deserve. If something was bad, I'm like, well, yeah, I can go through a whole bunch of things that you did, Kristen. And this is just what happens from that. Right. And it's true that our decisions do create, like, like we were talking about in our goal setting, like your decisions have gotten you where you are today. Right. But one, he's not surprised by them. Yeah. And two, he's there to help you do better, right? Yeah. Like you can just 
lean into him and his promises and what he offers us and your whole entire life can change. And it's literally can happen with a snap of the fingers. It's literally surrendering and making this decision. Yeah. Trusting, trusting in his plan. And people still don't understand. Like, they're like, what do you mean? You don't know what your check was or what do you mean? You don't, you know, like, I'm like, I just don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I I don't. I know that his plan for me is what it is. And I trust in that. And I know he gives me, you know, and I've said this before on here, like so many people are like, well, you know, I'm I'm busy or I'm this or I'm that, or, you know, I'm just, I need to just pray. And it's like, praying is great. Of course we need to pray, but he calls us to be bold, Hmm. period. He just he does. And he will bless you for that. And he will bless you for believing in yourself, even if it's just a tiny little bit. And he will bless you for sharing things and hardships. And, you know, that is, again, why we do what we do. I just got done talking on a call you were on where I said, listen, I don't share all of the things I share, hoping that people are going to feel bad for me or hoping that all these people are going to reach out to me that is not what it's about for either you or I, or why we do this or why certain people are bold and certain people are not is because I know how miserable I've been. I know how terrible I felt or how guilty I had felt or how many, you know, things that I did wrong. And usually I'm not telling you something that I'm right now living in this moment. Usually, mm-hmm. or you, you know, we always say like, we're telling you after we've come out of it, yeah. if it's a week or if it's a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, is like being willing to share. And for me this whole time, I guess I was bringing people to Christ without even knowing it. And mm-hmm. just because, because I was being bold and sharing with women and hoping to inspire and hoping to get them out of their own way and whether or not at that time, you know, they had asked, but, um, yeah. I, I do think like we, we have a purpose and he is the, he is the purpose. He gives us the purpose. Like it is the thing. And, um, it's just, it's exciting. So what I was telling our friend, a couple of things, and they may sound very, very silly are a, just try to go to church. Um, B, listen to the message. I will link one of one or two of my worship playlists that I would teach in the spin class mm-hmm. um, to this episode so people can like, like just maybe listen to that. I mean, these are power, you know, my Jesus. I know that that's one of your favorites right now. Rattle, that's one of mine. Um, you know, all of these songs, um, I, we can link those. Um, getting, actually, AJ said to me, um, two days ago, he's like, mom, I need a Bible. And I'm like, you've got Bibles. You know, he's got some Bibles here, um, which were like from when he was a little bit younger. And it's when we first really got into like the word and understanding what it means, you know, we were reading like a comic children's version of the Bible. Like it breaks it down into like newbie. It's like Bible for dummies, but you know what I mean? Um, so maybe ordering a children's Bible, there's some comic ones, even, you know, not necessarily comics, but cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cartoon. Um, you know, start at the basics. Sure. You can watch YouTube videos for kids. Like the whole kid's Bible is on YouTube. Like depending on how it is that you learn. Yes. Um, there's so many different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the Bible in itself, it's like, you know, there, how is there any other explanation that in the entire world it's been, fi- you know, it's the same. Yeah. There's, yeah. 
Like it's, there's no other way. Um, but yeah, so hopefully those things are helpful. Um, other ways, you know, could be for somebody that maybe like you've started that journey. How do you get deeper? Um, going to church, asking your spouse to go to church with you. Chad now goes to men's group in the morning and then we meet him there every other weekend. I'm serving in the children's ministry. Um, getting to an actual, I really, a couple of things. Um, a for one for me is getting back into therapy with a Christian counselor um, and getting into a Bible study. Um, you know, there's those kinds of things. Um, there's just, there's so many ways just continuing to ask, like continuing to ask, um, also asking for prayer and, or like in our case, praying over people. I know at our church back in Virginia, before I went to, um, Park Valley, you know, every single week, their biggest thing was like, who is your list of 10? Like, who are the 10 people on your list that you want to have, you know, to bring to Christ or to have a closer connection with Christ or, you know, Mm -hmm. just in general, who are those people who do you pray over? Um, And there's a difference. I was talking to a friend of mine, like, are you praying for people or are you praying over, you know? Yeah. Getting a little bit deeper Um, this week, you would be, I didn't even tell you this. Um, but every time when we leave on Sunday after serving in the children's ministry, our, our leader upstairs mm-hmm. says, you know, does anyone want to pray us out? And I'm always like, mm-hmm. did you do it? I did. Good for you. I know. When at Christmas at my sister's, did I already say this? Like no. she, um, my uncle Brad was getting ready to pray and Melissa's like, okay, everyone, we're going to pray. And she's like, and this year I would like to ask Kristen to do it. And I was like, okay, I need some time to prepare. <laughs> but so I was like shaking and yeah. it's so silly cause it's my own family, but like praying out loud is just a, a funny thing. Um, it's a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. It's like all of the things. I mean, uh, we just were talking to someone too, that says like, oh, I pray for my kids or with my kids all the time. Like every single day, Jay and I pray on the way to school. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, it, I pray out loud to Asher constant, always. always. Like I always say, he's like, can we pray? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm just like, whatever it is, like, father, please take Asher's anxiety away. Help him to just have the most wonderful day. You know, like we just, yeah. yeah. But for some reason, like doing it in front of an audience just seems scary. So I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and you did it just before on our team call and yeah, just, yeah. And for me, I don't know, bold action keeps ring true to me and Mm -hmm. pour into but like for me that was bold action it was a scary scary thing for me to pray in front of those other people and it was great you know I felt like even afterwards I didn't know what I said and even I remember thinking while I was praying like oh my gosh am I saying enough you know I I literally in the middle I was like uh and um and Uncle Brad take it away (laughs) (laughs) yeah Okay. Well, okay. So I had most of my little tips were exactly the same as yours. Find a Bible-based church that feels like home to you. Get into a Bible study. That sounds intimidating, but I promise you, if you're at a church, a Bible-based church that feels like home to you, the people there will be amazing and wonderful. And they will just, I mean, I don't know. They just like take you under their wing and they love to teach like Christian women know that this is what they're called to do, right? So the best thing you can do is start asking them questions, sit at their table, and just like, again, get into a group of people that know more than you. That's where you're going to learn, right? Absolutely. Um, 
listen to podcasts. I always have Elevation Worship. Vigil Osteen has a, he has like a 30 minute one every single day. Sometimes it's only 10 minutes, whatever, but I listen to that every day. I listen to that podcast. Yeah. Um, I just started to Joyce um, Myers, the Bible in a year. There's a ton of different ones. And so I kept saying, I'm going to read it. I'm going to, and then I don't. Um, And so then I even started the Bible in a year podcast a couple days late, but was able to catch up. So yeah, I love that. And then worship on the radio, just like Steph saying, like all, all the only songs I know on the radio are worship songs. Like it's just always, if it's not a podcast, it's worship on the radio. My favorites are My Jesus, Chain Breaker, Child of Love, Holy Water, The Blessing. Like we can all this. Oh, oh my gosh. It's just so incredibly just, it just fills you up. Like yeah. whenever I'm getting ready, I'm like, Alexa, play Christian music. And it's just what I do. Or Motley Crue. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, and then I just wanted to just kind of finish out. I got an email today and again, it was just like, okay, God, I see you. Um, but it just says, tell him what you need. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Like how powerful is that right there? Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And it's just, you can't understand the peace that only God can bring you. There's nothing in this earth. There's nothing on this planet or in our you know, flesh that can give us the peace that God can give us. And it's beyond anything that our minds can even fathom. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love it. Well, I wish that also people could like have experienced all of the ways that God showed up just since we decided to talk about this today. I know. Again, Um, not our stories to share, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy when you start, you know, when you make this decision or surrender and just start to allow things to happen, um, you really begin to see it, right? It's like when you buy a red grand dam and then you only see red grand dam, right? <laughs> like Jesus just starts showing up when you let him into your life. Um, yeah. and then you really start to notice it where like those things were, have always been happening, but you haven't been, your eyes haven't been opened to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Open your eyes. We're That's here right. to help you. Yeah. And reach out to us. Like we would love to be those people for you. Like if you're like, well, I don't have people that could be in my circle or, you know, people that are far further along in their faith journey than me that I could reach out to reach out to us. We would love to help you with that. That is our, that fills our cup. Yeah, for sure. Yay. Awesome. Well, this was great. Happy Monday, you guys. Thank you for being here with us in 2022. We'll keep you as long as we can have you. That's right. Amen. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Later. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.